Welcome to Granite State Divide, the podcast that brings politics and community together to educate and foster common ground. My name is Kathy Rago, and this is Granite State Divide. Let's get started. All right, so on today's program, we welcome the Honorable Natalie Wells, former state rep in 2017-18 for District 25, which encompasses the towns of Andover, Danbury, Webster, Warner, and Salisbury. She is also a retired small business owner, so welcome to the podcast, Natalie. Thank you, Kathy. Glad to be here. All right, so tell us a bit about you and your background. Uh, Let's see. Um, I'm a graduate of Johnson & Wales College. I worked as a medical assistant for many years, and then after my children, I joined my stepdad uh, in his sewing machine business, and then after working with him for a number of years, I bought the business from him, and I dedicated 20 plus years to our third generation family business because it was his his uncle's before that. Excuse me. I'm a proud mom to my son and daughter. When they were young, I was the Little League secretary, an ice hockey mom to my goalie daughter for her high school team, Sunday school teacher, as well as a deacon. And I worked two jobs to put my kids through college, and now I have two beautiful grandchildren. Brad is 10, and Lexi's 8. So it's interesting because you have a business background, and um, you work two jobs to get your kids through college, so it's Kind of like you've lived a little bit of the American dream there, being able to do all the all the opportunities that you've had. I did. It's it's you just have to keep working. Yeah, right. <laughs> keep plugging away, and you can get there. Yeah, I understand. All right. So you were a representative back in twenty seventeen eighteen. So can you share, um, you know, a story or two about that experience? Sure. Let's see. Uh, so it was two thousand seventeen and eighteen. Um, That's Merrimack 25, those towns you mentioned. And back then and today, I believe if you want change, you need to be part of the solution, not just talk about it. I was a member of the election law committee. I saw some very important issues that I care about being destroyed these past two years, such as trying to do away with scholarships for low-income children, um, bills for every tax you can imagine, as well as our Second Amendment, and passing of red flag bills. I just feel uh, being a part of the solution, you can be the voice for the constituents who are worried about their children, uh, taking things such as the non-academic school questionnaire, which prods right into families' personal lives. I wanna be that voice to vote down the income tax, unnecessary fees, which is a tax, Um, A voice to stop and increase taxes to small businesses who are trying to keep their heads afloat during this, after this COVID-19 pandemic. Great. So you've kind of answered my next question, but I'll ask it anyway. And if if you have anything else to add, that would be, that would be wonderful. So why do you want to go back and serve as a state representative again for 2021-22 because it it really takes up to do it well it takes up a lot of your time it does um in fact you know depending on the committee that you choose it will determine how many extra days you might be there but um 
I'm blessed to be retired. So as such, that will, I can do the 100%. And, um, you know, you, you look at the different committees on where it would help different constituents and you help make a decision that way. Yeah, makes sense. So, <clears throat> excuse me, your opponent actually is new to politics, is new to state politics, I right. guess I would say. Yeah. So, so she, so we don't know too much about her, but of what you do know, what differentiates you from her? Well, I, I do kind of know her because she's from Warner also. Um, <clears throat> I believe less government in our lives works best. And I believe less regulations to businesses help them expand and grow. And I believe parents need to be the decision makers for their children and that they should have that option to opt in or out of programs. This sacred responsibility has been tampered with, with the Demo from the Democrats these past two years. And I believe voter ID is absolutely necessary for voter in integrity. And what I find, um, obviously, if, if as far as the voting that's coming on, if, if people can go into their local Walmarts and those stores are considered essential. If they can do this, in my opinion, they can physically come out and vote at their local town halls, as I consider this an essential right. Uh, let's see. Obviously, if someone has a legitimate health reason, then absentee ballots should be used. The governor just vetoed a bill, um, HB 1672, relative to absentee voting. The Democrats, they wanted to add expensive equipment so as to have online voter registration. But the Secretary of State and the Attorney General um, both gave guidance back in April to those who have concerns about uh, voting during, during the COVID. So all New Hampshire citizens are able to vote in 2020. Um, a perfect, perfect example of what could happen was, was everyone knows the story now in Atlanta, Georgia, where um, a couple's cat even received one and you know the cat had been dead for 12 years. I just don't believe my opponent would have the same views. Um, the person that I'll be running against does not have any legislative record, but I do know from my experience listening to her in our town, uh, she would have similar views to my previous opponent. She was a school board member, but school choice would never be an option for her. She would, um, <clears throat> she never seemed to grasp that charter schools are public schools. And the difference between the two public schools is local property taxes do not support charter schools. We'd go back and forth on letters to the editor on that. And I assume she doesn't believe that children learn at different paces because if she did, she would understand why one school cannot fit all the children's needs. I also believe she would be a proponent for a sales tax in New Hampshire or an income tax. I know she supports Planned Parenthood, <clears throat> which tells me she's okay with our tax dollars going to fund an abortion organization. Lastly, but just as important, Kathy, um, <clears throat> in our town of Warner, we were going to, we were trying to have a indoor gun range and that went on for quite a long time, but the uh, opponents won out and she was one of the big advocates to uh, stop the gun range to come to, to Warner. 
and that would have brought some serious dollars to our town. This tells me she would not support the Second Amendment, and she would be in favor of all these red flag laws that the uh, two Democratic legislative bodies passed this year. Oh. All right, great. <clears throat> so um, what would your message be? What is your message to voters, and basically why should they vote for you? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm asking the voters in Merrimack 25 for their vote to return me to the state house, so I may be that voice against any new taxes, and to protect the New Hampshire policies and our New Hampshire way of life, which has been really shaken these past two years. And we need to protect our constitutional rights, and that's been shaken these past two years. And um, since the COVID-19 pandemic, I feel it's even more important to help families and small businesses get back on their feet. But that's for the small business person, we don't increase their business taxes during these hard times, which the Democrats are all in agreement to do. By hiring, by helping the employer, we help the families in New Hampshire stay employed and that equals a great economy again. You know, Granite State is, we, we just don't want government handouts. We want to be self-sufficient and make our own decisions on what's right for us. And I, I will work to support the family values and the small businesses, the senior citizens, the veterans, and school choice. And during these unprecedented times going on around the country, I also want to add that I support our police and first responders. Um, and just real important to protect our constitutional rights and our electoral college system. Um, and I'm quite sure my opponent would not see it quite this way. Well, you know, New Hampshire motto is live free or, live free or die. So there is, there is that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, thanks. All right, so what is one of your rules for life? Right. Um, no, that's great. Um, okay. I know I um, kind of thought about this and got a little wordy, but um, I think my one important rule is to work hard and lead by example, especially to your children and grandchildren, because good actions speak louder than words. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good, that would actually be a good motto. That would be something you could, a meme. <laughs> um, so how can people reach you? Okay, uh, my email is all one word, nataliewells4nh at gmail.com. Um, if they want to check me out on Facebook, um, they have to do the facebook.com and then backslash nataliewells4newhampshire. Right. NH, NH. And do you have a phone number? Sure. 603-456-2873. Thank right. you, Kathy. Thank you, Natalie, for being on Granite State Divide today. And good luck on your election come November, is it November 8th? November 3rd. November 3rd. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Kathy. Thank you for tuning in today to Granite State Divide. I hope this episode brought new information to you because that's our goal, to educate and inform. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please share on your Facebook or Instagram pages so we can get this information to as many people as possible. Until next time.